Hello and welcome to Powerful Conversations. I am your host, Noed. And in today's episode, given that is the very first one, it's going to be all about introductions. Stay tuned. Alrighty, so before I get started into the introduction of this podcast, I want to first and foremost acknowledge you listener, you person who tuned in to this podcast. It means a lot. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. This podcast has been a project that has been in my mind for a little while. As with everything, it starts with a nudge. Like this idea that just comes to your heart, whether it's through a dream, a thought, a feeling, a sentiment. We all get those ideas, those nudges. But before we move forward, it's like you have to pray about it. My God, is this you? Does this come from you? What do you want me to do with this nudge, this feeling? We got to ask, we got to ask God, right? So in doing a lot of self-development and trying to get closer to God and trying to get deeper into his word, not that I'm perfect at it or anything, but in that journey of doing that, I began to notice a common theme within the word of God and just within even our, our world here on earth. And is that conversations carry a lot of power conversations and this will probably be the subtitle or like the, the catchphrase of the podcast um it is that po- conversations are powerful conversations can either build or destroy a world they really can so i just began to pray and pray deeper about this like lord lead the way lead the way where do you want to take this um I know people really need to understand and know they should know that that conversations are very powerful, but how do I go about that? And then the idea of the podcast came about and it's like, well, God, I don't, I don't even know how you, how one would even go about that. I, I'm not going to say I'm not a techie person. I know enough technology to where, I can use a phone. I got my iPhone and I can navigate through a computer and I know how to upload, download. I know how to work my way around social media. So I'm not, not living underneath the rock. I, I guess I can say I'm, I'm pretty, not necessarily savvy, but I'm not clueless to technology. However, however, I, I don't know how to edit videos other than what we do for social media. You know, I don't know how audio works. I, you know, really had no idea how to even begin. How does one upload or put together a podcast and just really had no clue. But here's the thing. That when God calls us to do something. And I don't know why us humans do this. We really have got to stop with the excuses, regardless of how valid they may appear. We just have to stop because if it's in your heart and you feel a calling, I don't know, to be a mechanic. It's just me picking this out of the whim. 
you may not be a mechanic today, but you need to start somewhere. You, we need to go through a level of preparation and be active while we are learning. Start implementing those things. Take one step at a time. Read, pray. Like, well, we got to get moving. And in my case, guess what? I had to, to start with good old, good old Google. How do you start a podcast? How do you put one together? And so much information came about because there's so many different ways you can put a podcast together. And was I overwhelmed? Absolutely. I'm definitely a reader. So I went the reading blogs route, read so many articles, um, in realizing that, you know what, I could even do this with my phone. I really could. But is that what I wanted? Was that the best options? Just kind of like, how do I do this? But the point is, is moving forward. It's getting this done. Essentially, having the right conversation with myself. And in fact, I actually... One of my favorite podcasts, um, it's called One Church, where Pastor Teray Roberts preaches. And this was really confirmation. I'm here like Gideon trying to give God many excuses as to why I shouldn't be doing this. But God's showing himself and, you know, leading me and letting me know, sending me signs. Hey, no what? this is it. This is what I have called you to do. What are you doing? Um, and came across, I think he... He did it through a span of three episodes. He had a series of preachings called Conversations. And it was about the conversations that we have with ourselves, conversations we have with God, and conversations that we have with each other, with other people. And that really confirmed it for me in that God is in the midst of this. Stop giving excuses and move forward. Walk towards the purpose that God has called you to be. So that's why I'm here. So I'm trusting in God in this process. So if there's only five of you listening, amen. The point is I'm being obedient. I'm being obedient to what God has called me to do. Now, with that said, I want to I read the word, okay? Now I'm going to be reading off of the New Living Translation, um, given that my first language is Spanish. I grew up in a Spanish-speaking Pentecostal church. This is just what we did. So I'm used to reading the word of God in Spanish. This is the primary language where I can quote the scripture. This is, this is, this is all I know. It's Spanish-speaking Bible. Um, however, in 2022, I have challenged myself, and it's in my goals for this year, to read the word of God in English. But you see, this is God preparing me, leading me to this. So what I have done is I had bought this Bible that in every single page, every single page is divided into two columns. On the left is English and on the left is Spanish. Now I know there are many debates as to which version is better that we ought to read. I don't know, New Kings James or Kings James. Um, there's new living there's um, new readers version there's all kinds of versions but for me personally given that spanish is not my first language 
the New Living Translation just makes it a little easier for me to understand. And it's what works for me. Once I get better at it and being, you know, can get better at memorizing scripture in English, then perhaps I can move to, let's say, King James or a, a different version that could be a little bit more challenging for me. But I digress. I'm going to be reading in Jeremiah chapter one. Now keep in mind, Jeremiah, if you don't know about him, he was a prophet. Okay, and God called him out like, to use him to speak, speak about things that he was about to do with the people of Israel because they had they had it coming. They these people just, but you know what? I'm trying not to judge. The people of Israel, they they really upset God. And God called Jeremiah. Okay, so I'm gonna start reading in verse. Verse five, actually, let's do verse four. So Jeremiah chapter one, verse four, and it says as follows. The Lord gave me this message. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Oh, sovereign God, I said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. And here goes the excuses. I'm going to stop right here for just a second. But this is an example of the excuses of, oh, God, I, I don't know how to do that. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too busy. I'm not that smart. I don't know about those things. It's not my background. I'm too tired. I'm too overwhelmed. But let me tell you that although all of those things could potentially be true, when God has called you and he told you to do something, he, he said what he said. So moving on to verse 7. The Lord replied, don't say I'm too young for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. So here's God telling him, listen, stop saying that. Stop saying you're not capable. You know, I'm here paraphrasing and just applying it to our lives. Really, we need to stop saying we're too young. We're, we're not capable. We're not strong enough. We're not smart enough. We're, you know, we're not, we're not rich enough. We're not, we need to stop saying we're not enough when God has called us and is telling us we are enough. And he says, for where, for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of people. Cause you know how many times I think it's a natural thing. I guess, um, to think about what people are going to think, like, what is my mother going to say? What is my father going to say? What are my friends going to think? What are my siblings going? How are they going to react? Am I going to look crazy? How am I going to look like doing, and this is just some of the stuff that ran through my mind. Like, what are people going to? I don't even know what they're going to say. It's just like, what am I going to look like having 
this type of platform amongst other platforms that have been well-established and that have speakers that, that can speak better or that are more prepared, that have more experience in this than I do. Here God is saying, you're going to go where I tell you to go and you're going to say what I, what I tell you to say. And you better not be afraid because let me tell you, courage is not a feeling. It's an action. That's why God said, I command you to be strong and courageous. It's not a feeling. I, I've, I'm coming to understand this. It's not a feeling. It's, it's an action. So a lot of times we got to do what God is telling us to do. Afraid. Although fear doesn't come from him. But if we're feeling scared, and but we know that God called us to do something, to say something, to make moves, we got to do it afraid because he sent us. He's going to be with us and he will protect us. And I love it how he ends this verse eight saying, I, the Lord, have spoken. It's almost like a parent telling a child, uh, because I said so, <laughs> you know, because I'm mom and dad, because I'm telling you to go do this. You do it. But then verse nine says, and the Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, look, I have put my words in your mouth. Today, I appoint you to stand up against the nations and kingdoms. What is your nation and kingdom that God has called you to stand up against? Think about it. Let's reflect on that. We all have nations and kingdoms God has called us to stand against. Some you must uproot and tear down, destroy and overthrow, and others you must build up and plant. Now, this personally touched me because it really confirmed for me what I had already been feeling towards how powerful conversations can actually be. God created, like the, the world was created to through a conversation where God said, let there be light. Like he spoke it and there was life. Let there be trees and there were trees. That let me know that conversations are really powerful. You know, and, and even Jesus, pick up your bed and go and walk. That was a conversation. And here Jeremiah is having a conversation with God and saying, I'm not good enough. I, I'm too young. I don't know how to speak. And God is saying, listen, I'm a, I put my words in your mouth. But keep in mind, Jeremiah, from my understanding, and I could be wrong, I, I still have more word to read and get acquainted with. My understanding, he wasn't like, he wasn't like in the army or anything like that. He was not, he was not fighting in the flesh is what I mean. God put words in his mouth. And with those words, he was going to uproot 
and tear down, destroy and overthrow. And the Bible is filled with many stories and conversations that change the course of history. And to conclude, this is what this podcast is about. Every week, at least I'm going to try to do this every week. Um, I'm going to go over or together we'll go over stories in the Bibles. You know, some of these stories won't be ones that we regularly discuss in church. Um, I mean, we know our Davids and Peters and Johns. Like, yes, you know, we may discuss some of these, these people that I just mentioned. But there are stories embedded that I myself hadn't read before that I'm like, oh, my goodness. Did they really just say that? The conversation that they had with so-and-so led to what? Those are the stories that I want to bring onto this platform. Really just going through the word. In showing that our words, in fact, have power. They have meaning. They're just not. Our words have power. At the end of the day is all I mean to say. Our words have power. You know, what we declare here on earth happens in the heavens and vice versa. I'm telling you, the word confirms that our conversations, our words have power. And we need to be having the right type of conversations, like Pastor Ture has said, with, with God, with ourselves and with others. So, and we also need to see the examples in our daily lives and in the words. So, yes, every once I every episode, um, essentially what I'm looking to accomplish or thinking of how it needs to be structured. Again, bear with me. As I discussed earlier, this this is all new to me. We're, we're doing this together. Um, just going over different stories. I if I'm reading it and God puts it in my heart for this for that week, particular week or particular episode, then we'll chat about it. We'll go through it because I'm telling you <laughs> the conversations are definitely, in fact, very, very powerful. So with that said, I'm going to close. Um, once again, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for your time and your patience with me. And I hope you come back. Thank you and have a great day. And don't forget, powerful conversations are needed to be had because we can build and destroy worlds one powerful conversation at a time.